Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome back to Why This Film, the podcast where we pick a movie from your childhood and have a chat about it. I'm Emily Slade and welcome back. Watched it so many times before, and now you're gonna watch it again. But it's been so many years since you last saw it, and now you show it to your friends, and they're like, What? What am I watching? Why? What? Why? Why this film? And I'm joined today by Elizabeth. Hello. Hi. And her chosen movie is The Dark Crystal. The IMDb breakdown is, on another planet in the distant past, a Gelfling embarks on a quest to find the missing shard of a magical crystal and so to restore order to the world. What's your relationship with this movie? Well, obviously it was way, like it was before my time. Mm. But um, actually my brother Lloyd, he got it, me into that because he's oh, very much like into fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember, like, I guess it was quite a vague memory um, of this like odd, bizarre world in this film. Yeah. Um, and he used to tease me. Like, I remember it so big, like, because he used to tease me. He used to call me a girl fling because oh. I was an odd little child. <laughs> Big blue eyes and like blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you used to tease me about it. Oh my god. So there's sections that I have like memories of. Yeah. And it wasn't until like going back and being like having yeah that that moment and those characters. It's such oh like a vivid like image, isn't it? The That's such a cute little nickname. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I would worry. Like, please, someone start calling me girlfriend. It's adorable. Yeah, <laughs> so cute. Yeah. So, did you have it on like a video? Was it like taped off the TV? I think it was video. Yeah. So he must have, you know, got it, just had it yeah. for him or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and you know, he knows it. far more about. But yeah. <laughs> um, because he's very much into into all of that. So are you not usually? Are you not usually well, like a fantasy I'm, fan? I am, mm-hmm. but I think because of him, like fantasy, right. yeah, that sort of relationship, like I think it's because of him. Oh, yeah, that's really sweet. Like, yeah, my other brothers, they tend to like they're all about football or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Annoyed, yeah. you know. Oh, he, he's a he's an author and he writes fantasy oh, stuff. Wow. So yeah, I mean, that's really cool. So that's it. So, <laughs> Yeah. He's a quirky one in the family. <laughs> the cool one, by yeah, the sounds yeah, yeah. of it. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I um, I sort of cheated on this one. I came to it through... I, I discovered Labyrinth, yes. which was the other sort of mm. Jim Henson at the time. Mm. And then when I was sort of doing my research about Labyrinth, because mm. I had lots of friends, as you can probably tell, um, <laughs> I came across Dark Crystal. And it was always yeah. like, if you like Labyrinth, you'll like Dark Crystal. So I immediately went out and bought it on DVD. I, was, I would have been about 14, 14 okay. by this point. Um, and then, yeah, I would start watching it alongside Labyrinth. I'd do, like, mm-hmm. double bills again because mm-hmm. I have lots of spare time. <laughs> um, but there's just, there's just something that's, like, like authentic in these films. Yeah, it, it fascinated me. It was, like, because we obviously had the Muppet movies and we had we had all things like The NeverEnding Story and we had um, Labyrinth, yes, which were, yeah. like, humans interacting with the puppets. Yeah. This is 
possibly because I never watched anything like Fraggle Rock or Sesame Street, and even mm, then this no, is completely different mm. because it's entirely puppet. And when I tried to get people to watch it when I was younger, they found it a real struggle because there was like no human counterpart. Right. Okay. And I I did have to say like watching it this time through because it is just the puppets, it can be quite slow and it can be yes. quite sort of. Um, scenes can take quite a long time and they can be quite still. Yeah. However, everyone should watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Just purely from a creative and oh, like it's, it's fantastic. So imaginative. Like the craftsmanship. Yeah. Every single scene has like a little like creature scurrying across the floor yes. and it's all puppets. Yeah. It's all really there like, and the it's amount of time magic. and detail that has yeah. gone into creating yeah. the film. And obviously so there's good. the new Netflix uh, one that's yes. come out. Yeah. Um, and as I mentioned, I started looking at like the uh, behind the scenes, like yeah. footage and all that, and it's just it's incredible, like the the techniques and the technology that's being implemented. Literally, and it's again, it's gorgeous. I've only watched the first like couple of episodes so far, but it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, it was creating a whole a whole world, a whole yeah. universe, and I think. Um, the, the early film feels so raw because I, I guess back then it was it was quite a new thing that sort of like fantasy yeah. had been around. Yeah, it was having a sort of resurgence in the 80s, wasn't it, in that sort of filmic way, because the technology had slightly progressed Mm. enough that they were able to do a little bit more, so it was having a sort of renaissance. I've always loved it, and I will love it if it's, like, shitty and crap, or if it's, like, magnificent. And I actually prefer shitty crap fantasy to, like... I will always say Gamork from The Never Running Story, The Wolf, right. is much scarier than the Kraken from the 2010 Clash of the Titans. Yeah, yeah like, definitely. Because he's there, and he's yeah, like dripping yeah, yeah. blood. Yes. The Kraken is a green screen. Like, yeah. fuck off, that's not scary. There's something tangible, like, it's almost yeah. like, because these are puppets. They're, they're like, there. practically there. Yeah. Like, when, um, we'll get into the plot, but there's a moment where, so you've got the, the Skepsis and the Mystics are the two sort of creatures that have formed once the Crystal Crack. Oh, God, the opening is so epic. <laughs> Like the music is so good and it does that. Oh, the voiceover is sweet and it does that thing that more movies need to start bringing back where it's like the dark crystal (laughs) and then it like comes up with the title card and the music's like bomb bomb and I'm like yeah. Write that film. Write a film like it. Yeah, I'm going to. Every film I ever write is going to have the title and then like it'll come up with like some dramatic music it's so good and like you learn all about these characters through this narrative exposition which I really don't mind because you get, really get a feel of the world and it sort of introduces you in a way because because there's no everyone's a weirdo do you know what I mean there's no Luke Skywalker here yes yeah. so this narrator is our Luke Skywalker to be like hello welcome to this creepy land it's got three sons yes. check it out what the fuck is this guy what's going on here I don't know let's find out together yeah. kind of thing um, but I think also like the characters there's something oddly with the story and the characters relatable mm. and also the individual characters they're so whole yes they are they've all got their own personalities yeah. like the girl names every single one is entirely different they like look like actual like, like their facial expressions mm. are so good and it's fucking puppets but the use of like yeah. just the eyeballs like it opens with the Skeksis Emperor is like dying yeah. and his eye is like twitching and, but it's a puppet but it's it's like it's 
so it's like in Muppet Christmas Carol when Kermit blows out a candle. Right. It's just that movie magic that you're like, what the fuck? How do they do that? Like it, I, I think that that's real now because yes. you're, you've convinced me that like these things exist. Yeah, because they've got like they've got glass eyes, haven't they? Yeah. But it's sort of um, you look into it, like you can you can emotion see. comes yes. over, which is incredible. I've I, like we've both studied drama. I don't know how much puppetry you've done. I did a bit at university and I yeah. Dabbled really a little bit. Hated it. Really? Even though I love what the Muppets and I love Jim Henson. I love the idea it. of being able to do it. Obviously, yeah, yeah. These are professionals <laughs> that I can only ever hope. But it's skill. It's, it's such a it's skill. It's such a skill. Like you have to like look at the face because then you're you're just like especially these ones. They're like underneath or like around. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realise until the credits rolled that Jim Henson voices Jen. I didn't know that. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's like what. Wait, so you've got the, um, in the Netflix one, uh, uh, is it Chamberlain? Yes. One of my favourite characters, because yeah. he's so, that's Simon Pegg. It's, yeah, doing like an Amazing. impression of the like yeah. 80s one, but it's so good. But that's what I think they've done so well, They because it became, Dark Crystal became quite a cult film. Yes, definitely. So it's quite a challenge to then do like a remake of that. So they've yeah. done a very good job with the new Netflix original to kind of, um, Get new audiences in, in new as, audiences, yeah. but keeping to the original yeah. context of the Definitely. world. And actually, Chamberlain, he's, you put the two together, the same character. Yeah. you're learning new things about him. But it's it, very I didn't realise it was going to have the same sort of characters. So when he showed up, I was like, oh my god, yeah. thank god, because he should be up there. I don't know if he is, but he should be on every top villains list mm. ever. He's first of all he's a sketchy anyway, and they're terrifying to look at. They're like these yeah. sort of vulturey. But more than that, I was going to say earlier when he gets stripped, like stripped yeah. of his clothing, he's like this sort of. He looks like he's got the plague. He's like this bulbousy, with like razors on his back. Rotten, they're like yeah, they like are rotten vultures. Yeah. They're horrible. And then this one, obviously, like he's a bit snaky as well. Mm. He's just like a reptile. Yeah, he's like a reptile. Oh, it's incredible. incredible. <laughs> it's so good. But then the ones again, like the girl thing, they're all individual characters. Yeah. They yeah. move in a different way. They also yes. sound differently. They look differently. Definitely. The craftsmanship that's got and yet they all still belong in this world yeah. as well. Yeah. Like none of them like are out of t- like tonally. They're all like mm. fitting into this environment, and the environment is so vast and so like magical and there's so many different creatures all the time yeah. like it's just gorgeous can I just say how terrifying it is though oh my god it's isn't so it like scary <laughs> re-watching the original yeah terrified like yeah. one of the I think the leader um, of the Skeksis he, he dies and he just decomposes on yeah, the bed yeah like crumbles yeah. For, like crumbles into dust like Rasputin at the end of Anastasia it's and then in comparison the mystic that's like his counterpart like yeah. disappears into stardust and I was like that's much nicer and then Jen yeah, has my favourite line where he's like I don't want to do it alone alright alone and you're like that was an easy <laughs> the decision. story is also lovely isn't it oh it is it's about being brave and then coming together yeah. as a community and it's, it's, this, it's that like hardcore the 80s was so good for this we don't really do it anymore since fucking Christopher Nolan got his hands on Batman and everybody wants grey villains and grey heroes now the 80s had the extreme good versus evil yes and yeah. it's just sometimes you just need that you just need the bad guy to be bad yeah clarity yeah 
and there is no mistaking here who is good and who is bad yeah. and he like denies his sort of call to adventure and then he meets his like and you've got all like the oracle in um, Augra and you've got like all of these like yes. tropey fantasy characters that come into this journey and it is such an episodic kind of quest of a story and it's it's just great, yeah. man. Yeah. They don't make them like that anymore. I think even if you're not into fantasy, mm. there's something to learn. Oh, there's definitely. something you can kind of connect to it. Yeah. You end up really enjoying and liking these characters. Yeah. And they're just puppets. Even the villains, because the Chamberlain is so iconic. Yeah. You love to hate him. Mm. Yeah. He's like the umbrage mm. of these like creatures, because he's like... The others are just like, I'm evil, and they like, uh, trial by stone. And they, sorry, I love that. That moment where like, they, they take the swords, so they, and they yeah. start like, whacking, whacking the, the, the crystal. <laughs> Um, and they're like clearly just like evil. They're just like, ah, I refuse to die. I'm gonna yeah. kill you. And then, the, but you're right with the Chamberlain. He's more sort of manipulative and sneaky. And it's really frightening because he's like, he like bumps into the girlflings a bunch of times, yeah. and he's like, girlfriend, come with me. Oh, that moment. And yeah. you're like, don't, don't do, do it. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> so good though, because it again, because it's not just. It is still black and white, but it's like it's it's scarier than that. I feel like he's sort of like his character he merges the two. So mm. you've got the good and the bad, but he's like the overlap. Yeah, that he plays with it exactly. Like he's cleverer than I think the other skits he's given credit for. Mm. But he's like humiliated in the first like ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. But he's still like he's got this ambition behind yeah. him that's driving him. That's frightening as well. Um, yeah, because in some like. <laughs> This might be controversial, but in some ways, I guess we kind of know people. That's a human trait. This there is were the people thing. like he's, that. He's incredibly. He's, as I say, he's like he's very umbrage. He's very Biff Tannen. He's that just person that you know in real life, mm. but in this movie. Yeah. Whereas the others are sort of like, I'm an evil emperor. <laughs> he's like, oh no, you've met me and you hate me. Yes. And like you're frightened of me. I'm a threat. Like, yeah. oh, it's it's yeah. very it's very good. And I think it it really gives credit to this movie that could so easily have been a bit more like like legend 1984 with it where it was literally like I am the son of the devil and therefore right. I am the villain uh-huh. and, like, and then like the goodie was like a literal princess right. still a great movie but um, <laughs> <laughs> I won't have you someone, someone else <laughs> but um and I love how we are sort of seeing things because Jen's been sort of uh, living with the mystics these whole time this whole time yes um, he doesn't know shit so like we are learning and discovering as much as he is yeah which is so which is, so which is lovely yeah that's a really clever um, I love Kira ah uh, yeah so much and there's such good reveals like the one thing about, and I won't talk about the new Netflix one too much, but in the opening episode, they really try and get across all the things that we know they can already do, and just yeah. to establish it to an audience. So they get it in in like the first ten minutes, mm. however they can. Whereas in the movie, they wait to reveal these different things about these species, and they also use them to drive the plot. Yeah, so like, yeah. it's not until we're in peril and we're like, how are we going to get out of this? That Kira's suddenly like, oh, I've got wings. Oh. And you're like, well. And she's like, like yeah, I got wings. And he's like, I don't have wings. Of course not. You're a boy. Oh, I love it. It's okay. I wish I had wings. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and like, we would do if we were girlfriends. Yeah, Thank God, because yeah. we're female. Whoop, whoop. Oh, that's so cool. Um, it's so cute. And then um, I love how she can like talk to all the animals and like 
she knows all the sort of plants. Like, she's so wise in the world. And thank God, because Jen would be dead in five minutes. Yeah, because they've come from, like, different places. Yeah. She, I guess, is living how a girlfling would live. Almost would, yeah. And also, like, These a podling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. So she's got oh, they're lovely knowledge. characters as well, aren't they? They're so cutely designed. Yeah, they are. They're, like, these podgy little, like... Like like voles almost like yeah. sort of that sort of like gophery ish no, sort of like wrinkles like yeah, yeah. like a, like a walnut and they've like. got their own language which yes. is fascinating it's it so always clever. fascinates me when like these fantasy stories and films have their own language yeah the amount of craft and time that goes into forming that literally it's it's like Tolkien. Um, mm. That's like somebody spent a long time coming up with that, and it's used like so briefly. And then they got the classic joke where Jen tries to say thank you, and he's clearly like swearing at all of them. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I love it so much. Ah, um, oh. it's so. It, or like going back to what you were saying about the lessons like it's because it's this sweeping fantasy and because it's Jim Henson it has these lines in it that are just so gorgeous um, when he meets is it Algra? is that how you pronounce her name? I think so Algra 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 that might sound right someone can correct us <laughs> yeah correct us comment if you will <laughs> like subscribe let us know um, when he goes to visit her and he's like Oh, my master sent me the leader of the mystics, mm. and she's like, "What? What? Where is he?" And he's like, "Oh, he's dead." And she goes, "Could be anywhere then." And you're like, "Oh, wow!" That like it hits me every time. That line, I'm just like, yeah. oh. <laughs> "The script is great. It's so nice." I, like I think it's everything that comes together. That's why it's so iconic. Mm. Like if the script wasn't so good, then yeah. obviously the visuals. But I don't think it would have been as iconic. Yeah, it's so true. And it is I think so everything's cold. come together. Definitely. The story builds up in such a way and it's fascinating. I always forget the ending. Um, so I'm always really pleasantly surprised when it starts happening. Yeah, what is the ending? Because like I always forget that Kira dies. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Fucking dies. yeah, she does. <laughs> fucking kill her off. Yeah. Um, it's I, fine though. <laughs> it's fascinating. We won't go into the new one too much, mm. but obviously that is quite like gruesome and that can be quite scary. But this, the, the original, it makes me wonder what the audience was like. Yeah, as like, kids, are they more resilient for? or? Yeah, yeah, it's so it's such a good point because I believe it's like a U or a PG, and it was clearly. I think like, it is PG. I think it's PG. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It's quite scary images. I guess is why. Um, and then. Jim Henson was clearly making all this shit for kids. Mm. So if they were like, oh, the new Jim Henson movie with entirely puppets, it's aimed for children. Mm. Um, but there, uh, there still isn't anything really like it, even in the time it was coming out. And there's not really been anything like it since. This yeah. sort of entirely animatronic puppeted full length feature movie mm. that's the fantasy genre like it's so unique it is so yeah. I think that's why it's become cult because there's you either like respect and adore it mm. or you just I don't guess get can't it. get behind yeah. it yeah. yeah so I would be really fascinated to know like the stats on the sort of cinema goers at the time yeah because like even the poster is like so intricate and detailed it looks like a book 
Like it looks like the yes, it does. Yeah, it's like inked and like gorgeous with this sort of like Celtic design almost. And I think why it also because going back to like the audience, I guess it's like a panto thing. It's for kids, but there's also an undercurrent. There's something for the adults as well, definitely. And because it is so detailed, yeah, I I I would say even adults can get behind it. And I would say perhaps even more. I mean, I watched this first when I was 14 and I fell in love with it I think if I were to try and watch it if I was like 8 especially um, as a 90s child where what was coming out for me was the Renaissance Disney Studio which is a whole different vibe I wonder if this would capture my attention in the same way because it's so detailed but still quite slow and not like anything you've seen before I don't know if my like basic brain would have been able to like what sit through it do you know what I mean even though it's quite short it feels a lot longer because it's so it takes its time to establish everything and like there's not a human person in sight um, so I'd really love to do an experiment now with like today's children and be like yeah, watch it is because yeah that has moved like you look at theatre and you look at like even films and stuff like when there's like a three hour film in the cinema everyone's like oh I can't sit there yeah. for three hours which that used to be the norm yeah exactly <laughs> And it's like theatre, that's like an hour long. There's so much of that yeah. type, like, type of thing. So, yeah, that's an interesting... It's really, it's really interesting. Because, yeah, it's... I can't get over how completely unique it is. Like, there's... I can't think of anything else like it, mm. other than now the new Netflix series. Which even already yeah. feels different. Like, the tone is already mm. slightly different. From the but movie. also, like going back to that point of like the pace of it, mm. that is even in this new, new one. Yeah. Like there were moments like, the mo- it's puppets and yeah. each moment is kind of alive within it has the movie. Considered. Um, yeah, that's mm. a good word. Uh, so the pace is actually quite similar. Yeah. And then maybe there are points where it's kind of like, ah, oh, do you need that moment? Could we trim that? Yeah. But then possibly you'd lose exactly. the nature of like the first film. Momentum and stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And they I think they do use sort of CGI a little bit in the new one. They do. Which is how they're able there was like a flying sequence in one of the first episodes or something. Which yeah, because they, like they very tried high-paced. it. They tried it with um, puppets and CGI uh, girlfriends. It's like can you imagine that? But then they were like, No, it's all got to be puppets. Got to be puppets. So I don't think it would work. No, it wasn't puppets. People That's what you need would I mean I for example would be like if I'd found out that it wasn't purely puppets, I would like boycott it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Purely because I'm just like, why? <laughs> Not yeah, good enough. Because something incredible oh. about it's they magic. are alive. Yeah, it's literally magic. Um, this inanimate object is has life and personality breathed into it by someone operating it with a stick and then the yeah. voice. But and even though you know it's still a puppet because its mouth can only move a certain way. Again, it's like the Muppets themselves. Like, Jim Henson just had a gift. Like, he had a gift. Mm. And there are times when you're watching The Dark Crystal where you are completely in this world and you completely believe. 
and it was only this time round that I noticed in like quite long shots yeah. I was suddenly like oh that's a human that's a human in a costume yes. like climbing up yeah, the rocks there were and moments stuff like yes. and this is the first time that yeah. I've like clocked that um, and I was like oh yeah <laughs> this because is a the movie scale, and the scale as well like yeah. the, the images like that's so smartly done there's so much like filming technique going yeah. on as well yeah because yeah. how and big is a human and you're going to put to make exactly. the things are small <laughs> so small and like but this is the thing as well all of the different creatures are like like the skeksis are so tall and overbearing and the gelfling is so small and nimble and then the podlings are like sort of like dumpy and fun uh, the mystics are so slow moving yeah um, yeah 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 which is humorous there's a yeah. lot of humor as well yeah, yeah and yeah. once again we can recognize that in actual life yeah definitely and i think that's why it works a hundred percent every single species and 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 character within those species has their own energy and it all works in this world like we go from like the really slow mystics to then like Augra who's like fucking freaking yeah, out yeah. everywhere she's so like hard yeah. she's got a heart of gold yeah yeah she's, yeah. she's a sweetheart she says that I wrote it down what did I say um <laughs> Near the end, um, Kira's like going out and like she's gonna try and save Jen and save the crystal, and Olga's trapped in this cage, and she's like, "Go, Gelfling, I fear to death." And not once does Kira turn around and be like, "Hmm, what? What's that? So, what did you just say?" Like she's just so prophetic. Everything she says all the time is just like, "Ah, yes." we shall do this now and it will probably suck and it's like thank mm. you for your optimism Aubra <laughs> reality though yeah, yeah. she brings in like exactly. this sort of, like, this sort of like, wisdom yeah. reality but also like eh, I love I love the way she talks I love when she's talking about the like great conjunction and she's like ask me what the great conjunction is and he's like what's the great conjunction and she's like the end or the beginning could be either <laughs> but definitely change and you're like do you even know what you're fucking talking yeah, about yeah 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 um but it's so interesting because you're like, what the fuck is the Great Conjunction? And like, how are we going to play into this? I think this? it keeps you hooked. Mm. And the visuals of it. Yeah. Because is it the opening where um, we get introduced by the big, that machine, and it's got the pattern on the floor? Yes. Is that the opening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just so stunning. And the crystal and like rises and then like, and there's the, the noise went because they, they, the Skeksis take life from the crystal by the crystal like shining into their eyes. And that's yeah, why they, they reflect it off, don't they? And um, and it makes this sort of like yeah. noises. It's doing it, and meanwhile, this narrator is like the world of blah blah blah. <laughs> like I can't remember what the planet's called. It's interesting that that IMDb breakdown said that it was on another planet yes. in the distant past. That's something I'd that. never even. I was always just like, it's the dark crystal. It's just like. You well, know. it's like it's like. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you would just be, oh, it just takes over our world. Yeah. Like, our world wouldn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's quite nice that, like, maybe this is going on elsewhere. Literally, <laughs> it's like, right now, gelflings are around. Yeah, so, fighting off all these baddies. They're such a gorgeous little race. They're sort of elven and, like, again, like, even though you can see that things are inspired by other things... Like the mystics almost look lizardy in a way. Yeah, because they've got their long, really long sort of tail. They've got four, but they're not threatening because lizards suck. Not lizards, but like Komodo dragons suck. <laughs> you sound like a person who's been like chased by <laughs> Komodo dragons. We go way back. I got my personal beef with them. <laughs> we've all been there at some point. But these are like non-threatening Komodo dragons. And then the Skeksis are vultures, and the, the Gelflings are sort of like 
humanoid, but like not. Yeah, I don't know what you would. Because they're not quite mouth. They're not mice. Yeah, not like that. yeah. Bear-like. Yeah, they've got that sort of. It's like oh, I feel like I want to get a picture. Of. Yeah, and we'll, I'll, I'll obviously post loads of pictures. Um, and it, but everything, and there's like creatures everywhere. There's the one she she calls from the swamp, which is clearly based on like a frog, but mm. it looks more like the frog from Pan's Labyrinth, but also not at all. It's like clearly its own thing as well. Oh, I can't remember, what are they called? The little fluffy doggy things. Oh, the uh, fizz gig. Yeah, fizz gig. Oh, they're brilliant. <laughs> Because they're so loyal, but they're also oh. really aggressive. So aggressive. So yeah, it's like a little Jack Russell, but yeah. like it's not. It's just like a ball of fur with eyeballs stuck on it, and like, <laughs> and it's that classic puppet where you know it's somebody's hand because its mouth opens yeah. up in that way. Yeah. Um, when she's like, "This gig, you stay here. You can't come with us," and then he just like fucking screams, <laughs> just shrieks for like five solid minutes. Puts me like, off okay. having, having kids. That's yeah. what it's like. <laughs> oh man, I'm never. I never wanted kids. I want a fizz gig though. I'd rather oh, have a fizz yeah. gig than kids. Fluffy, aren't they? And um, they ride these like land striders at one point. And they're oh, they really bizarre. bizarre. Like, they don't they, look comfortable. I don't know what they even. They're like the Dali elephants, but not at all that. Do you know what I mean? Dali elephants. You know, Salvador Dali drew those elephants with the really long legs. Oh, yes, like, yeah. Like, it's that, but like, it's not at all because then they've got like whiskers and they've yeah. got a face, like really a really aged face. Yeah, they're so. you can't, I can't even tell you what kind of animal on this planet they look like because they are pure imagination. Yeah. Like, really and, and everything. We're just, we're panning past like a swamp and a little, little fuzzy creature pops its head out of the weeds and then like scuttles back in again. And I was like, what the fuck was that? I don't know. It looked like a bat meets a vole. But, but that's like, where the detail, like, there's yeah. like, even when they're not main characters, the creatures that they create. This world is alive. Like, yeah. it's lived in. Constant. Yeah. One shot, there'll be plants moving yes, and then things yeah. scurrying along. And it's just like, man, it's And detail. even Jen, like, he's standing these rocks and these sort of anemone looking things just suddenly like scoop up and like roll yes. away and he was like that was weird and we're oh, like yeah that terrifying moment of um, that that pit of like what are they those like weird like ball they eat you they consume you oh yeah they're like god what I are they I don't know what they're called no oh no that's not something I put down <laughs> What are they called? What would you even Google for that? <laughs> Dark crystal monster thing. <laughs> but they were, the idea, it reminds me of um, the mummy and the, the, the scarab beetles. They terrified me for like yeah, yeah, yeah. ages I couldn't sleep because of them. <laughs> so I had the same reaction from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like, and there's like the big, the big like beetly guards with the like lobster claws. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, and they just destroy everything. They just, like, fuck you up. And then they, too, like, just collapse into pieces yeah. at the end, which is so satisfying. <laughs> um, yeah, so many different things. Just everywhere. They go into this sort of cavern in the Skeksis uh, castle, mm. and there's, like, what's... My brain is applying that it's, like, a spider, but it's not a spider. Like, there's just little things, like, scuttling across the oh, floor. Yeah, yeah, Again, yeah. just balls of fluff with legs. <laughs> but, like, it's more than that. You know that they're, like, a thing. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I'm, like, every... Like, I just really noticed how much was going on in every shot this time yeah. around. 
Like it's so it's so magical. It's like I want to just keep going, like watching it again, because mm. I feel like you're gonna find something new. I always I always find something new. Can you, like I might actually, if we watch it again at some point, and then have a look at the list of people that it would involve, because obviously yeah. big films always involve lots of people. But I feel like the creatives that are gonna be on that list. Yeah, they'll have like a really. I mean, there's lots of books around the Dark Crystal as well. Yeah, like a lot a lot of Jim Henson uh, creative ended up in like sort of books and stuff which is so gorgeous I think there's a set of books that have kind of like um, in the modern one they've taken the story from a lot of like the kind of books that's what they've done I think that's cool yeah Yeah, my problem with the Netflix one as well is it's like a prequel it's yeah it's entirely and like I know that that entire culture is gonna have genocide committed to it so it's like I want to get to know all these characters just to then watch them all die out like but I wonder if people will go back and watch like new audiences yeah I wonder if they're gonna watch the Netflix one get into it and then go back or would it still be like a bit disconnected yeah 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 I know what you mean it'd be nice if it got people watching the original definitely and I'm so happy it's still on Netflix and like I'm pretty sure it will be for a while now because they've got the new one Mm -hmm. like ha 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 whereas they've taken Labyrinth off they've taken so many stuff off also can I just say I'm super jealous that a human being can have the creativity and the mind to create such a world. Like yeah, I can't even, I wouldn't even world. know where to start. An entire world. Um, visually and emotionally and narratively. Like it's all come together and like and they knew where it was gonna go as well. Like at the beginning the castle's all dark and like cobwebby and then by the end it was like a crystal palace. Yeah. And like oh, I just yeah. Netflix did that thing, it was so annoying, like it ended and it's got like over the credits this landscape of what the world is like now that they've restored the crystal. And um and then Netflix like minimized it and started playing the trailer for the like new series and I was like, right. Stop! Yeah, because it's ten now, isn't it? It's, the Netflix is ten. Yeah. And I like I, I finished watching it. I was like, "Where's the next one?" Yeah. It kind of <laughs> yeah. ended a bit oddly. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's what I thought. Anyway, right. I imagine it's probably because they were like, "Ha ha ha ha, we're gonna bring yeah. out more." Put Q in. But like, they must have spent so much money mm. because the puppetry would have been so expensive. And then on top of that, they've gotten the names that they've got alongside it. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely. It must have cost a lot of money. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which is crazy. I bet that was an interesting process. Mm. Voicing it. Yeah. You've got the visuals, and then when you're on acting, you come in, you're voicing it. And like, it's not like animation where you can't sort of match the voice to the mouth in the same way because the puppet mouth doesn't move like a human mouth. Yeah, because this is also like I think as as a um, when you're working the puppets, you're acting. Obviously, no one sees it. Yeah. Unless you're in the room, but they're acting along with it. Yeah. And it seems to be that they they set the pace of it. They work with the director, obviously, but they set the pace of it. So then when you're voicing it in the booth as an actor, you're not boxed in, but I guess you've got these guidelines. And the timings, it's like, it's like dubbing, it's a bit more like yeah, exactly. restricted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you've got to get across all this emotion, but making sure that it fits in with what's yeah. already been laid down. It's so interesting. Um, <laughs> just got a note here that's Kamalea! Which is like calling all the animals. And this is the thing like, yeah, the languages. 
just everyone has a different language. Um, <laughs> my notes are so stupid. <laughs> Little baby girlfriend, please wait. Why isn't Kira the prophecy one? She knows all the shit. <laughs> just because yeah, Jen's yeah. like, I've got to go save the world. And Kira's like, okay, well, I can help you because I know literally everything about this universe. And I can talk to every single animal and I know all the uses of the plant. <laughs> what can you do? And he's like, um... She's like, I can also fly. And he's like, uh, I've got the crystal shard. She's like, well, I guess you're in charge then. So like, why do you think? Do you think that's like a product of the time? Or do you think oh, they've yeah. done it on purpose because then, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he's like an ordinary lad? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he is. I know I said there wasn't a Luke Skywalker, but he is because he's, because he's been so... He's guiding us through this world. and he, mm. It's just annoying from a contemporary point of view that I'm like, that girl knows fucking everything. Yeah. Put her in charge. Yeah, but because quite frankly, he wouldn't get... No, he, he wouldn't die. get anywhere. <laughs> he would die without he her. He would be like, dead in the first, like, ten minutes. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Um, the amount of times that she saves his life. <laughs> like, he leaves, and within five minutes, he's, like, falling in a pond. <laughs> and he's, like, sinking. Um, oh, dream fasting. Oh, it's lovely. <gasps> so nice. Yeah. And I find it so dumb in the new one. Like, it's this. these two, the last remaining people of this species meet for the first time and they're shocked that there's another one of them out there and they take hands to try and rescue each other from this swamp mm. and suddenly they start like dream fasting and it's like oh what's going on and it's also exposition where we find out about their upbringings and things and it's so good and it's so well thought out and it's so necessary and it's so magical and the prequel these two characters are just like should we dream fast? yeah let's dream fast about how we met yeah, all right then. And then they just like, take some magic it. out. And of I was it. like, how brilliant would it be to be able to dream fast? Oh my god, so good. How many problems would be solved? You would never doubt your memories again. No. Because you would be able, it's like that Black Mirror episode where you can just always constantly oh, yeah. check yeah, I know what, you mean, what yeah. happened. Um, oh, but you would, I would, I would just want the good memories because otherwise I would, knowing myself, I would go back on all the bad memories. Of like, course, constantly. That's, such a, that's such a human thing <laughs> yeah. to do, right? We dwell on the on. Can the girlfriends do it with other species or just other girlfriends? That's a good question. I feel like it is just between girlfriends. Because I guess you both have to have the ability oh, yeah. for it to be like. Because I feel like the girl things are very much about togetherness. Yeah. Yeah, like they the community plans. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd have to have a pair, I think. Yeah. It's cool, though. Mm. It's so cool. And then, of course, near the very end, well, at the end, they repair the crystal, and the mystics and the skeptics come together to form those, like, tree people. I know. Yeah, because yeah, that's, that's their original form. Yeah, because oh. they were, like, split. Yeah, I love their backstory as well. It's so magical. Because it is the good and bad, going yeah. back to that point. And then they become that neutral, godlike point where they're like, we are both evil and good, but we just guard the crystal. Yes. And yeah. like, and they're bizarre. That, that's another bizarre image. Yeah, creature. yeah, yeah. Because they're sort of... They're sort of ghost of Christmas past meets. They're sort of see-through, but they're clearly still puppets. But they've had like something done to them where they're like yeah. they're pure light as well. Mm. They're like trees. Their design is so cool. They remind me of something. Is it Lord? Of, is there something in Lord of the Rings? There's Ents, yeah, right. which are like the tree people. But these are like Ents in like really long dresses that are floating off the ground. 
but and then their hands are really and then they they do that thing that I love where it's like they talk without their mouths moving and I'm, whenever that Actually, happens that's, I'm like a magic person yeah, that's an interesting point because um, oh, what's his name the main guy Jen Jen <laughs> um, there are nice moments because you've got the the main narration yeah. but he also has like this sort of like inner thought thing like a JD on. monologue from Scrubs like yeah where his yeah. mouth doesn't move and he just thinks and he's like Oh, master, why did you have to leave me? And it makes sense because you wouldn't talk out loud to yourself. No. You would just think. Yeah. And, and you can always tell he's thinking because it's sort of got a reverb on the voice. Yeah. It's like, master, why did I... <laughs> it's really but that's a nice um, little touch as well. It's really, really cute. It invites you in straight away. Yeah, like, like we are 100% Jen and we are following him through this weird world. Um, meeting these hot girl things that can fly the wings are so nice they're sort of like dragonfly wings um, yeah. that are like see through and like kind of glittery but not it's an interesting one this movie's not very 80s fantasy in that it's not just pure like glitter it's quite it's a rough Su- subtle and old world yeah. where like things are rocky and forests are like overrun and like um, it's brimming with like it feels like what I imagine England was in the beginning where it's just pure like forest yeah. and mountain and like landscape like the world of Avatar as well before Korra gets in with all of its technology like it just and I I love that I love that sort of mythological Arthurian time and way of landscaping a world where it's just natural it's like yes. nature yeah because it's a threat in itself as well because it's Would like like there's ponds everywhere that you right. can just fall into there's mountains that like crumble and like rocks are falling all the time and like 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 nature is dangerous it can also be wondrous and beautiful but then also like there's vines that you can get trapped yeah. in and like Stuff that's like that. also something we know as people, that's mm-hmm. something that we understand. Like it's genuinely yeah, threatening. It is. And like it is, you're right, even though there's no human counterpart, this story is so human. It is. And like I think a lot of people miss that because they get so wrapped up in trying to be like, why am I watching a puppet? But like, that's not a thing. You're watching yeah. a girlfriend. Because I yeah, <laughs> correction. But uh, yeah, I tried because rewatching it, I tried to get a couple family members to rewatch mm. it, and they just couldn't sustain the attention. Yeah, and I think it's partly because we're spoiled so much. Oh, by so much! Like things everything. are so fast paced now. We're not used to watching uh, puppets in the same way. Um, and I, I have to say, even I struggled in parts. Like when they're doing trial by stone, and it's so arduous, where each sketchy raises up his sword and hits the stone, and nothing happens, and everybody cheers, and then it goes to the next one, and it's it's only like a minute of footage, but yeah. it feels a lot longer because you're watching these puppets, and we should and like we should be like, wow, mm-hmm. ha- like look at what we're watching happen, but instead we're like, oh, get on with it, and like I feel <laughs> so bad because then there's other moments where I'm like completely transfixed to the screen, and I'm just like. Yes, this is so good. Like when she like leaps off the cliff and her wing, her like cloak falls off and her mm. wings come out. Kira, you can fly. It's so good. I wonder, like as adults, I feel like I'm more like transfixed onto it now as adults. Like yes. as actors having trained. Also, yeah, definitely. We understand maybe more what's gone what's into going it and, and like how much time it would have taken. Like yeah. that's a real thing with films nowadays. When I watch having now like. Done some screen acting now. I'm like, my god! Mm. Like, I used to think that you do everything in like one take and move <laughs> on. 
and now like one, one minute of footage can take an entire day and then when you put puppets into that mix where like it's like stop motion where it just every single second you have to make sure everything's perfect and everything's good to go and then you have to reset it and do it again and like and I think it does knowing that adds to the watching the movie as well because then you are like okay I like I respect this because I know what's gone into it Um, and what's interesting is like puppetry Mm. that's always been around yeah before even human beings wanted to get up and at like puppetry has always been there yeah so you've got these two mediums coming together and that's what makes it so unique that's why it stands out and I think that's why Netflix I mean there's that South Park joke where it's like Netflix you're greenlit and thank god because like we're getting so much experimental stuff that wouldn't be made otherwise and some of it's crap but like we wouldn't have known that if you hadn't given it a chance yeah netflix gives things a chance and i think without a a platform like netflix we wouldn't have a a resurgence of the dark crystal in the form of the prequel series because i don't think a cinema would let i mean we've just had avengers endgame for fuck's sake like they're not going to let the dark crystal back on the screen even places like the prince charles cinema very rarely show things like the dark crystal um, like independent cinemas that like do reruns of old movies and it's stuff. a risk it is yeah because if it flops you've put all exactly. of that time effort money into it and I feel it. like it's never even on television either I've, like it's yeah. so it, I, it really shocked me when I found out that Netflix were doing this thing because I was like people remember this movie <laughs> yeah because puppetry of any sort has been ironed out mm. like I even think about things like bananas in pyjamas as yeah. a kid I used to love it and then when I watched the modern version oh, yeah. it used to be like men dressed it up in suits yeah, in right suits, like and there was something just sort of raw and yeah bad. and now it's all animated yeah so modern technology is kind of like and it's, they did that with everything they, they read Andy Pandy who was a puppet yeah, and the yeah. wooden tops and Bill and Ben who were puppets and there's a charm to them being puppets and we're not yeah, allowed exactly. to that charm anymore um, that's a good word yeah it is charm, though it's, it's like it's so sweet and nuanced and we are still getting Muppet movies but they don't feel the same, don't get me wrong Muppets Most Wanted is a fantastic movie (laughs) I love it to pieces but they're different Um, like, but it feels different they're stockier yeah. yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah they well, are. They're, they're more sort of sock puppet. They're not trying. They're, simple. Yeah. they're, they're not simpler. trying to be human. Are no, they they are the muppets. They are their own sort of species in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't get that sort of stringed puppet, thunderbirdy sort of sort of vibe anymore. At least I don't think you do. Like in anything. So again, yeah. I'm just. I almost don't believe that Netflix have allowed this prequel to happen because I'm like, really? But that's why they are so brilliant. It's like yeah. you said, like they they take a chance. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. Because this is a passion project. Yeah, literally. Right? Literally. Every, I imagine everyone who's working on that, they've yeah. like grown up with it or like. Uh, yeah. They've got their heart. They in this. know what it is. Yeah. And I the puppeteers. Yeah, it what a platform. Like it could have been. I really like. I'm making shit up now, but like, <laughs> can you imagine if like they were watching Dark Crystal when they were a kid, and and now they've got the opportunity to bring it to Netflix, and they'd be like, this was one of my first inspirations, and now I get to like keep the legacy going oh, and that stuff. That feeling, yeah. Oh, incredible. 
I can't wait to finish the Netflix series. I'm very excited because in theory it will take us right up to... Hopefully it will tell us how the crystal cracked because it's sort of... This is another thing, and I'll edit this out. This is just purely me, like, bitching about the Netflix series a little bit. Because it opened with, like... Ah, uh, yes, the Skeksis had been guarding the crystal since the dawn of time, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's wrong. Like, that's wrong. Right. Because um, the crystal cracked, and then from that came the two species. And the Skeksis looked after the crystal, and the mystics lived elsewhere. Whereas this opens with the idea that, like, the crystal was always purple and cracked, and yeah. the Skeksis guard it. And I'm like, that's incorrect, though. And if you're ramping up to, like, making it a reveal where we find out that actually that's yeah. not the thing, and that's just what, I don't know, the Gelfians believe, you've still opened your series with a fact that's going to be wrong. So that's right. going to be confusing to later audiences. I don't know, though. I haven't seen it all the way through. I do need to beforehand. But it's that, it's that cop-out thing like they do in Frozen, where Hans is the surprise villain, but he does right, that yeah, yeah, yeah. look when no one else is watching yes. after he's fallen in the boat and he looks at Anna in that sort of like loving, endearing way mm-hmm. to convince the audience that he's a good guy. But it's a right. cop-out. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, that's a really weirdly yeah, specific yeah. thing, but it pisses me off because I'm like, it's, it's cheating and it's lazy. Because uh-huh, uh-huh. you're lying to your audience. Yeah. And I, when Dark Crystal opened, I was like, you've already got the history wrong, so either you, you like, didn't do your research or you're like ramping up to something, but it, I already feel a bit cheated by being told an incorrect, like, sort, I don't know. That'd be interesting, because, <laughs> like, if someone's, like, a die-hard fan yeah. as well. Yeah, and I was just a bit like, the same. And I, I went on to IMDb, and people were like, oh, a lot of people are giving this, like, one star because, like, they say oh, that wow. the opening was bad. And I'm like, yeah, what, because of the, original of the new one. one. The new because one. they are, like... Uh, and then they clearly switched off and didn't watch the rest of it. I don't know, yeah, because I was like, that's wrong. That's, like, factually wrong. That's not the history oh, of the Dark it, Crystal. That's interesting. But I wonder if they're doing a thing where it's like, that's what the Gelflings think, and then that's why I the one think, in the library... I think it might be the case. Yeah. yeah. And then that's why the, the Gelfling that lives in the library is all like... Oh, let yeah, me try I, find the history yeah. of the Skeksis, and she's going to reveal it. Is like, there's a reason why they are... They're, they're being led by them. Yeah. There's a reason they believe in yeah, something been like that dudes. turns out it's not true. Yeah. I think that is the gist. I think, yeah. So to all those people, <laughs> jump back in, give it another shot. Yeah. <laughs> you might like Yeah, this it. is the thing. I'm a bit like, I can't really say until I finished the series. Yeah. Um, but it did sort of like make me go, what? Mm-mm. Why are you doing that? A bit jarring. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But already, like... They immediately went to that girlfling in the library with ink on her face, and I was like, she's my favourite character. And then they were like, oh, she's a princess. And I was like, yep, she's my favourite. And I was like 13 all over yeah, again. Like, yeah. she is such my, like, type to be my favourite right. character. Really. I'm like, oh, the nerdy princess that gets ink on her face and trips up a lot. Hell yeah. Who's your favourite character? Oh. Oh, this is so many. I really are. Chamberlain. Yeah, there you go. Amazing. I don't know. He, I think he just stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's the image that I always had. Like, yeah. If I completely forgot about the film, I would have this character in my head, and I'd be like, "Where is he from?" Yeah, 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 yeah. I, he's just so unique. I he's such a good character. His voice, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do it so well. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. I, I love it so much. Oh my god. Um, 
Because <laughs> in some ways you sort of feel bad that like he gets stepped on as well. In a yeah. weird, twisted way, yeah. you feel bad for him. Literally, that's why he's so human, because he goes through all these trials and he keeps coming back. Um, but he's so evil oh, and manipulative and scary. Like when they're in, they're, they do that classic scene, which more movies need. There's one in the Never Any Story as well, when you turn up at that place and there's like uh, prophecy exposition all over the walls. Right. I love it. It's one of my favorite tropes. And um, they're like, huh, what? Oh, a girlfriend's meant to like save the planet. Wow, huh, what? And then they like turn around and he's like right there every time it gets me. Every time and he's like, yeah, we're playing. You do too well. <laughs> oh, it's a skill. <laughs> I should have kissed him for Halloween. Um, yeah, don't. I actually like, I thought maybe I should go as a girl. Though. Yeah. And as I started Googling like costumes, like, no, this could go horrendously wrong. This is the I, thing. I'm not good enough at paper mache. Exactly. <laughs> it would be time, time, lots yeah. of time. Because you'd need it to be so specific so people got who you were. I mean, no one got who I was for Halloween this year anyway. So. Who were you? I was Drew Barrymore from Scream. Oh, yeah. Is it Jen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think I had a slight crush on him as a kid. Yeah, I'm thinking back to that. I think um, I did. I wouldn't be surprised because he, he like, uh, he's the like hero, isn't he? Um, and that his yeah. voice is so like sweet and calm, and like I don't know, I just love doing it. He's sort of vulnerable in like yeah, in that weird, sensitive, yeah. um, but like oh, the husband that we all need, <laughs> <laughs> the anyway. boy of our dreams. <laughs> Just be sensitive, find a crystal shard, save the planet, and you're ours. <laughs> it's really easy. The, to feed the crystal, they use, they've used up all the gelflings, so now they have to use the podlings. And there's all these sucked-up podlings walking around that are, like, even you're more salmon. walnutty and, like, pale as fuck. It's somehow, like, weak. the mouth is sewn up. Yeah, they're all, like, sort of really crimcrawled and, like, they're just sort of really weakly walking around. Because it's, it's awful that, like, it's kind of a fate worse than death. In a like, way, just yeah. kill me, man. Yeah. But you've like sucked out all of my like life essence. Yeah, you've destroyed my home. Yeah, my future. Killed all my family. Killed all my family. Now you've taken away like, like because they're. St- I don't get it. They're still alive. But they're, they're like. Shell- but yeah, that, that's shells. where it's interesting because there's still something in them. So yeah, how they're, much they're still there. essence do you need? Is it like age? Like, do they now only have, like, two years to live? Yeah. Or is it just that they've still got another 45 years to live, but they're just going to do it in this hollow, weak way? Yeah, yeah. Which, again, is so horrific. Yeah, could you ever recover from that? And like, like, do you Kira get your essence? Yeah. Kira has her essence sort of sucked a bit, and I'm like, does that mean she's lost, like, 10 years of her life? Yeah. Even though she does then die. But then she does come back to life. But that's the thing, yeah, it's like how long can you survive on it? Do you yeah. ever gain your essence back? Can yeah. you like can you like reverse the the, the thing? Yeah. Um because she looks when she's she looks different, she looks more sort of haggard and yeah. warm when she, when she's going into the climax after she's which is so great because it doesn't do that thing where it's like, oh and then she was like okay again. Like they do genuinely torture her for a while yeah. and then kill her. Yeah. And then bring her back to life, but like <laughs> they kinda had to. It's um, a kids thing. <laughs> for kids. <laughs> I'm trying to find something really negative. About I know. Same. I guess it would just be the pace. Yeah, it's just a bit slow, yeah. but because it's puppets and like it, like 
And you see it in the new one, like slight uses of CGI allow for slightly more quicker. I really, I really like that that they've combined mm. the two because then it allows for like, as I say, that that flying scene where she's like swooping about underground. I was like, wee. Yeah, because it's not too much yeah. CGI for yeah. it to be like, oh, this is now CGI. Exactly. It looks like oh, and have they really just they? sort of using it to sort of establish different shots. So they'll do it to like have people transport from one to the other, and then once they zoom in on the scene again. Yeah. we're like back to puppet land which is like the perfect use and the perfect amount so um oh there is yeah. one thing oh. in the in the new one uh-huh. i guess there was also female sketches wasn't there yeah there, there's a, like one or two females was it one in the original or the new one i think in both yeah so i was watching the new one and there is like a female character sketchy and i was like there's never been female sketsies. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. this time round, around the Emperor's bed, there's like one female sketsie. Mm-hmm. And I only spotted her because she had the eyelashes that all us women have. <laughs> I was like, there she is. Because that's the question, right? How's it happen with their sex? Yeah, like, I, their was, sex I was immediately, like the minute I saw female. her, I was like... Because the mystics don't have gender in the same way, I don't think. Or no. maybe they do. Again, I didn't look out for the eyelashes because that's the main thing of gender. Yeah, because they all look male. <laughs> yeah, they to all me. and they all sort of sound male with the sort of thing that they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas there was like a one female sketchy, but then would they lay eggs because they're like birds? Yeah, because I think they what don't. What does a baby sketchy look like? Oh, it probably looks horrible. But the thing is, it's like how how of this like of the of the the planet are they? Because if they're like from these spirits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's only a certain so amount of they, them, isn't there? Yeah, and they're, they're, so there's like the same amount of skeptics as there are mystics, and every yeah, time a skeptic dies, a mystic dies, because they're like connected, because they mm. are the same person. Yeah. It's so clever when one of the skeptics gets his like hand cut, yes. we then cut to the mystic, and his hand has started bleeding. It's so good, it's so good. When like the new one was being. Um, Publicised mm. on Twitter and stuff. She tagged me in it. I was like, "No way! They're making a new one." Um, and then you, you're like, yeah. "Dark Crystal." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So now yeah. it's really been nice going back and revisiting. Yeah. It. Yeah. So I'm like finding someone that knows what the fuck it is. Yeah. Because as you I say, I felt like a fool like, every time. Yeah. And like some people have kind of heard of Labyrinth because of David yeah. Bowie, but like, and then I'm like, and then of course Dark Crystal as well, and yeah. they're like, what? And I'm like, you know. The one with the things. And like, because there's that um, Scissor Sisters song called Return to Oz, and they mention the Skeksis in there. I do, they? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to have to listen to that again. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's a great little song. Um, Again, because it just talks about 80s fantasy movies. Yes, yeah. And I'm like, woo! (laughs) Um, I love 80s fantasy. Like, I fucking love it so much. And this is so up there in them. And I'm just so happy that I found someone that knows Yay. what it is. Not only knows what it is, but loves it as yeah. well. No, it's been a lot of fun Yay. doing this. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank it's you been for having a me. real joy. Do you have anything you want to plug? Where do we find you on social media? Um, well, I am on Twitter at uh, Liz underscore Louise Bell. Um, I think I've got my Instagram link on there also. And my website. So <laughs> website? Yes. You, you being know. like legitimate. Paying those dollars to get my <laughs> face out there. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Oh man! Um, you can find us on Instagram at Why This Film. We're on Twitter at Why This Film. We're on Facebook at Why This Film Podcast. And please email into us to correct all of our pronunciations of our characters' names today at Why This Film Podcast at gmail.com. Um, thank you so much. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 
watched the film and we talked about it, but now it's time to say goodbye. We'll be back again with another movie that makes you wanna ask why. Why? Why this film podcast has a Patreon. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it easy for artists and creators to get paid. Head to patreon.com forward slash why this film podcast and you can select a tier. For £3 a month, you can join Camelot and enjoy early access to episodes, including seasons one to three. You'll get to vote in polls and get a personal shout out on the pod. For £5 a month, you can join Fern Gully with instant access to everything from Camelot. Fern Gully members can also enjoy bonus content, live episode voting power, plus access to monthly movie night. Grab your popcorn and a drink of your choice as we pajama up and watch a movie together remotely. And for £10 a month, you can join the Enchanted Forest, where on top of everything from Camelot and Fern Gully, you can be part of a live episode where we all discuss a movie chosen by you. And if you're not into 80s and 90s animated tiers, you can skip all that and make a custom pledge of an amount that suits you. Or you can head over to co-fi.com forward slash why this film podcast and buy me a coffee with a one-off payment. We will be adding hot chocolate to that coffee and probably cream and marshmallows and sprinkles, but you don't need to worry about that. Thank you to all who donate. And thanks to my patron, David, for supporting this episode on Patreon. Why This Film Podcast is my happy place. I love chatting to guests and revisiting long lost movies. And I hope you do too.